Hello, everyone. Hi. The dynamic duo is back. And Australian. Or am I Kiwi? <laughs> Who knows? I don't. I think both of those places would be offended by that. Probably. <laughs> but to, yeah, today we are coming to you to talk about mental health, specifically surrounding university. Mm. Um, <laughs> one of us here has graduated. <clears throat> one of us has not. <laughs> one of us has not. When <laughs> I remember when Poppy dropped out, Mum never really has like a formal sit down chat but she was like we need to talk about it she was like you cannot make fun of poppy because she's dropped out you can't use it as a threat and how long did i did it take before i was like well i've got a degree and you don't about maybe two hours yeah (laughs) because i do i have a degree but it's nothing to be ashamed of oh absolutely not but it's the only thing on this planet that i can do better than poppy yeah so there we go passing 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 uni completing but yeah I think uni for both of us was like I still I have such fond memories of uni and it was one of the best experiences of my life but I think but the best experiences were over a span of three years There's yeah a lot of shit that can happen in three there years. is a lot of shit that can happen within that time and I think it's you know easy to remember the good times and then actually when you write down the bad times you think oh it's kind of the same as when people say oh school's the best time like you're gonna miss school no i don't miss school i was a little nerd in school i don't miss school at all actual school bullying you know being a little weirdo oh yeah so weird i saw people last night that didn't even remember me and i thought we were in classes together (laughs) (laughs) well that's probably a good thing you can't remember me oh wonderful but yeah i think my uni experience it was different to yours but i think there well, are some longer com- for start <laughs> yes much longer but um i think there's you know two very different uni stories that have some common similarities yeah and i think with one in five uni students suffering from a mental health issue it is something that needs to be discussed and this is like we're talking like before lockdown as well way before, before lockdown COVID, like we i both was, went to uni before covid i graduated and it's in, only gone worse yeah 2019 I you moved 2019 home. you moved home no you moved home in 20, 2020 oh yeah, it was after the I, yeah we all got evacuated because of covid yeah and then we got put into lockdown march and you so. thought not for me and i was like this is a perfect excuse but i decided that i was gonna drop out or i was gonna take a year of absence leave of absence and go back to it but and that didn't go happen. back but you know yeah things happen <laughs> but i think for me my first year fine second year i think for me was when it really started i remember when we had our house a horrible horrible second year house we had I think there was one period where I spent sort of like two months being really sort of depressive and in bed and not really yeah. having much of a like I was doing all my lectures from home and this was at the point where like you we should have been going in. Yeah. Um I just found it really hard and then got a job and that was much better. But I think third year was the critical point where i literally tried to drop out like four times because writing a dissertation was horrible yeah and did i leave it to the last minute yes i did but that's not the did point. you pass yeah you yes did. i did there so that Who was doesn't good leave it to the last minute yeah 
exactly um like people listening to this you're probably on a break from writing your dissertation right now yeah i bet good luck to you but yeah. um paypal me a fiver if i'm right you know like <laughs> fivers um, will be coming in <laughs> but yeah i think with one in three people saying that they needed professional help they felt like they needed the professional is, help at some point i definitely needed professional help i asked for it the waiting list was six months well i dropped out three months after i asked the thing is where it's such a big problem there are not the resources in place within universities yeah. to deal with the amount that they you have need millions to reform yeah because the thing is by the time someone system. asks for help they really needed help two months then, ago yeah so oh yeah by the time say. someone then comes to say oh i'm really struggling with xyz i know yeah. i felt that i was very much like oh well you know that i remember them having a conversation with me just being like oh you don't need to drop out just you know the fact that your pass is good enough and i thought well yes actually that is a very good point the fact that i'm going to pass after having to deal with all this bullshit is good enough but that's not the attitude that on reflection that shouldn't have been the attitude the attitude should have been let's get you better so that you can do the best that you can do not oh we'll just pass because that'll be fine yeah that that is not what i needed to hear um but that was yeah in third year because it was it was just too much and at that point i was living after horrible second year house third year we had to move back into halls because our landlord screwed us over and my whole student loan went on that accommodation so then i was having to work basically a full-time job to be able to eat and survive and like go out so i was averaging some weeks i was doing like a 40 hour work week with with uni with uni on top of that and i used to get to work at like 7 a.m sit there from 7 until 10 writing my dissertation work like an eight or nine hour day and then stay at work after until like midnight carrying on writing my dissertation and i did that consistently for about two months three months yeah god you just but like talk about burnout fuck me seriously burnout yeah burnout is serious burnout is awful um but yeah that was third year and then on top of that you put on trying to look after yourself for the first time ever without having like your mum to be able to cook you dinners when you feel a bit sad and stuff then you whack on top a massive drinking culture yeah a drug culture (laughs) and then having to navigate living with people which you mm, probably won't like no like i actually like until the second year yeah i actually ended up staying with all the girls that i lived with in first year all right the way through until third year so it was fine like we all got on there was no dramas there it was more the moving back into halls for third year was not nice i remember i was that girl we like banged on the the flat upstairs and was like i get it that you're like 18 and you're loving life but i've got to write a dissertation so if you could keep the fuck down that would be great um and they definitely hated us but you know i had to write shit about do. rocks yeah i've got i literally had rocks, shit yeah. to do um but yeah I, I also know that i'm not alone because over half of people at uni think about dropping out at some point during their course half over half 55 percent. i feel like university gets glamorized a lot like when you're applying even the people that show you around on open days and they're like, hi, welcome to blah, 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 blah. And this is good. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's friends. Ooh, Everyone's join lacrosse. And it's just, they're like, actually, no, we're all sad. We're all depressed. We're all hungover. We're all poor. We're all really poor. <laughs> 
um, we're all eating and have vitamin deficiencies because we don't know how to cook properly. Yeah. Well, like I, I love cooking at home. Like I, I do as well. I was, I was the only one that I loved really... cooking. I would do a flat roast. I loved it. I'd make a spag bowl. We fucking lapped it bowl. up. But then you also get days where you're like only living off turkey dinosaurs. Yeah. And like that month before your student loan comes in again, and your li- faces only give you so many. Yeah, your <laughs> li- benefits. You've, you've got a month to live off like a hundred pounds of like mm-hmm. going to Lidl and literally I remember the my saving grace and sometimes I even buy them now if I want to feel nostalgic is Lidl would do a pack of three pizzas for like one ninety nine or something. And they were made of cardboard. And they were like cardboard but I remember being so poor once that I was literally just eating those because that would be like I could do two days out of that oh, pack. I ba- bet your bowels Love yeah, you. no wonder I've got fucking intolerant to yeah, everything. problems. But um, yeah, and I think it's just bloody crap because it doesn't come with a manual. Especially like we've grown up cooking dinners and like trying to be quite self sufficient. But when you yeah. literally get dropped eighteen to be like, off you go, go and live now. You're Try like, not to die. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're solely responsible for your own life. Booted out the car. Yeah. What, what like it's just crazy it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous when you think I about I went it for a week just drinking i would fill myself up on coffee because then you didn't feel hungry and then i had like a bag of rice and oh i made that God. rice last a bit of soy sauce bit of rice maybe and cheese. a scrambled egg well and but luckily i worked at uh, costa and they would feed you they would feed me well that's good yeah i had malnourished have a cheese and ham toasty yeah i my third year i was well fed uh, where i worked yeah we but work um, in catering that's a good tip (laughs) (laughs) they will will feed you for free yeah honestly but um i think yeah and going back to what i was saying before about like drinking and drugs culture you when you're thrown in the deep end and it's sort of like navigate life off you go i think that first month or so you're like yeah this is great this is a party and you are going out getting smashed every weekend maybe even every night like we used to go out consistently on monday night uh it was bath uni's night so we would go and gate crash that tuesday night what did we do on a tuesday night tuesday toast tuesday night was toast in the nest tuesday night was players which was oh so for context i went to bar spa poppy went to birmingham yeah um tuesday night was yeah toast at the nest the nest is now not there and i don't know how that place survived it was vile there was hay on the floor like actual hay why don't know well that was a nest oh my god maybe that's why <laughs> that's some worker going around like you have the glass collectors you have the barmen and then you have the hay because <laughs> there's a toast in bournemouth as well and um or there used to be when i was growing up I don't yeah know it's still, still there oh yeah. it's still there toast and then um, they would like give you toast at that one at the one in bath they would theme it every week and one night i remember eating like a full subway like a foot-long subway and they would do mcdonald's and they'd literally just oh chuck God. chicken nuggets at you it was amazing but anyway then wednesday was the sports night so i'd be like trying to shag half the rugby team then thursday was our club night called slam and that was great friday was comedia friday was student night at the gay bar 
Yeah. Well, that's where you were. Yeah, Friday was at Comedia, and then Saturday was like... Free for all. (laughs) Free for all, and also really fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so like... Sunday. Basically, there was something to do every night, and there would always be someone that you know going out. So if you wanted to go out every night, it wouldn't be that difficult. But it's just fucking nuts how you think how much you used to drink like i would have i used to have a whole bottle of wine at pre's and then move on to vodka when we were out i would have four or five maybe six beers then move on to spirits why were we doing that why i don't know now if i was to have a whole (laughs) bottle of wine i would be tired (laughs) be drunk I would, it would be like time to go to bed now it's 10 o'clock and you've had a whole bottle of wine no i have i also went out last night and um i had a few vodka and cokes and i was like oh i'm not drunk i've been throwing up all morning what's wrong with me yeah i walked into the bedroom and you <laughs> you were like is that a bowl of sick <laughs> yes like, it is yeah. can you rub my back whilst i throw up no i ran out of that room no thank you but um i genuinely think that i fucked myself so much from all of those that just the smell of alcohol i could probably produce vomit if i tried hard enough i have been drinking at the weekend and then i go to work um there's like alcohol bottles if i have to fill them up oh my god no no brings back bad memories (laughs) memories that i don't remember because i was drunk (laughs) so with that's the drinking culture and then we move on to the drugs culture which is like a whole new kettle of fish yeah i think for me i never touched drugs at uni it was very much uh we're not just saying that because our mum listens to this no (laughs) genuinely it was not for us like we our parents are very much do whatever you want but the one line has been drugs don't do drugs. drugs so like they're okay with weed because it grows on a tree anything else they're like absolutely fucking not if you do it you'll be disowned like genuinely (laughs) and i think i went to uni and there would then people would be like oh she's never gonna know and i'm like no i know that but also my inner compass is like no no yeah, cocaine for you. Yeah, I've got a very annoying moral compass. Oh, so annoying! Like we joke about it as a family, but I can't even park on a double yellow line because I. You're ge- a bit more extreme than me. I genuinely just get this awful fear of like disobeying signs and laws. Like I'd rather spend a tenner on parking than like park on a double yellow no, line. Yeah, I can't do it. And so when Mum set the boundary at eighteen of like don't fucking snort anything. I thought I can't do that. Also, I've got no cartilage in my nose. My nose is pure cartilage. If I snorted anything, I got addicted to anything. I'd end up looking like Voldemort. Mm, not a good look. Issues look we've got to think about. And, I'm um, not rich enough for a rhinoplasty. Okay. <laughs> and um, if you can't afford a nose job, don't, don't do, do cocaine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think where we, I was at uni in, in Bath. It was so close to Bristol, which has. Is no Bristol is known for is for such a big sort of drug, drug culture, culture. Yeah. and I like think when I think of drug culture unis, the two that come to mind are Bristol and Manchester. Yeah, and I think maybe Newcastle because right. there were so many raves all the time, yeah. and I do feel like on reflection, I did really miss out because I would then not get invited to things, or I would be invited to things knowing that I wouldn't go because I didn't want to be around that. And you know, I could have gone and just not done the drugs, but then yeah, the amount but- of times that I was like 
there's only so much tequila you can shot without a level of someone that's like off their face or mandy yeah you know and i think you're just never gonna get there i then just associated it with being so negative because people would be mean and i think people don't realize that they're being mean by being like well you never tried it so you don't know and it's like well no i just don't want to do it fuck off yeah like thing is i'm i was pretty open of like you guys do what you want like you put what you want in your own body i'm gonna choose not to so i'm i also then you. found that people then started lying to me about it like oh i didn't do it but then i'm like i've seen a video of you like chewing your own jaw off i think i know that you did it yeah if you're doing that after tequila there's something fucking wrong there barry like <laughs> apart and, from the, name, the fact your name is barry yeah <laughs> well i can't fucking name the shame but um yeah and it just really used to fuck me off and i've like even lost to friendships over it by being like i've seen texts where it was like oh don't invite yaz because otherwise it means that like i can't do drugs and it's like well if you want to do mandy more than you want to hang out with me i don't want to be your mate anyway but um yeah. that's that's a whole other podcast but um i just think it's so i remember reading a study that said about bristol and it said that like something ridiculous like 95 percent of freshers had done some kind of drug within their first six months of uni something like that and i just thought which yeah i believe (laughs) yeah but it's fucking mental also drugs are so expensive yeah they just seem to go up and up and up i was talking I mean, to someone the other day and i think it's now a hundred pounds for like a gram of cocaine is it what? gram i thought it was like 60 the last time i checked yeah it was 80 when i was at uni a hundred pounds a gram now what the no one's got that kind of money and if they do you're it really spaffing it up the wall yeah fuck literally it's a waste give me imagine how many bottles of echo falls that could buy you you can get a bottle of echo falls in tesco's for three pound 85 and that will probably do just as much damage just as much damage (laughs) oh my god that's like 40 bottles of echo falls multiple bottles yeah that's a year's worth oh wonderful but like yeah and i think that just put a really sour taste in my mouth and especially second year and third year the drugs thing for me became much more prevalent and i really did feel like i was on the outside of everyone and if i then went to try and talk to everyone i'd be like hey guys these are my feelings it would be like right it would either be like just do the fucking drugs don't and like stop moaning we're this is their choice they can do whatever they want like stop trying to parent everyone which i also totally understand but i do feel like i then like missed out on loads of memories and now i'm like not in loads of photos because i was just like i'm not fucking coming like on hindsight i do wish i'd have just gone and not done the drugs but yeah it's like, so I just went it's so hard drugs. yeah whereas i was like no i don't want to be in that environment but so like really after you have to call care. a fucking ambulance because people have done so so many drugs they're off their face it doesn't really put you in good stead really no no but also drum and bass is shit yeah it's not for me anyway i much prefer taylor swift yeah if you're playing like taylor swift and britney and beyonce like beyonce yeah more on board but if it's like boom 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 yeah where are the words yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah so that's kind of at uni and then i feel like after uni and this will be very relevant 
for the people that are about to or are leaving uni Actually at the moment uni. once you leave no one prepares you for the fucking shit show that you get showered oh, with yeah. i remember after i graduated and i had to move back home because i then stayed in bath for that summer and then moved home in like the august and i think i did like two or three months of just like solid depressiveness because i was back at home with my mum and that was everyone that I knew as well. Everyone. And I literally felt like I'd failed. Yeah. Like, I felt like a failure. Because I'm like, I've gone to uni. I've spent all this money. I've got my geography degree. And Looking after yourself. You're semi-functioning. Semi-functioning. And then you myself. move back in. And mum's like, you've got to be home by six for dinner. Yeah. Where are you? Well, who are you with? Where are you going? What are you doing? Which, they do it because they care. Well, they do it because they care. But when, but you've, also- done, <laughs> when you've done three years... Not having that. Of not having that it's so hard to come back to you've matured and then you have to and like in my case demature yeah become more immature i don't know like i've been back at home and it causes arguments yeah because i'm currently back at home at the moment sad although by the time this comes out i won't be because i'm moving next week i um feel like yeah my maturity level in that six months i've been here has like plummeted i'm like do i even know how to like wash myself anymore yeah. <laughs> but um i'm gonna hope so and i yeah coming home was just horrible and then in my case i don't didn't really have like a solid group of friends here because turns out making friends is my weak point and um <laughs> making uh, actually friends. no making friends fine keeping friends not so fine yeah. and um yeah so i then found it really hard to come back because i was looking at all my friends that hadn't gone to uni and they were still like going on holiday and doing all this stuff they'd got they'd actually, saved up money they'd saved money yeah, they've they got a well-paid job Nine pizzas from aldi yeah <laughs> they like they'd been what three years into like a hardcore job so they're making like i don't know on average say 24 25k a year like and i've just come out of uni and now i've got to go and find a job and I don't know what I want to do, but I can tell you right now, it's not what I've actually got my degree in. Well, I would hope you don't want to stare at rocks. No. And um, it was just really bloody hard. And I felt like all I was doing was hanging out with mum and like family. And then every, and the constant question, more, what are you going to do now you graduated? What are you going to do now you graduated? What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Whatever. Why? I'm only 21. Why am I supposed to know what I want to do? I feel like I avoided a lot of it because obviously everyone went back home because it was locked down. Yeah. Like, Whereas I was very lucky. I literally remember mum having to say to the family before like a big family event, like, don't ask Gaz what she's doing now she's finished uni because she will just cry. Yeah. Because it just got to that point where I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I already feel like a failure. I don't need this like added pressure of like, well, what are you going to do now? Well, I don't fucking know, Barbara. Genuinely don't know, but I can tell you it's not rocks not rocks and you know now outside of this podcast i have a lovely job that i love doing and i fell into sales and it's great and i really yeah. really lo- like love it i'm not unhappy in my job but that like three months period before it took me to get a job and find out what it was fucking shit yeah i can imagine yeah because at uni you get sad you go out you go drinking now you're at home can't go out because mum's pressurizing you've also got no money because you, you don't have a job worrying She's... your way through a ben and jerry's tub mm. and now I wonder, I wonder why i'm fat <laughs> <laughs> the ben and jerry's was lovely oh, three months of ben and jerry's three years later still fat well let's let's be real you can't afford ben and jerry's it's like little knockoff. off 
I can afford Ben and Jerry's now. Yeah, Fuck you can, off. but not when you came back from you. Oh, yeah, God, no. Basically, ice and water. <laughs> Take Dad's leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think it's it's a hard one because it's supposed to be... It's so it's glamorized so much, isn't it? Go to uni, live alone, come home, job. get a graduate job because there's you know not enough of those for every graduate in the year. Like yeah, and then like then hundreds of people hits. going for one job. What then the reality fuck? hits that it's who you know, not what you know. Who you know? I know no one. <laughs> no yeah. one of note. <laughs> oh, honestly. But um, you know, it, it the thing is, and a point to take from it, like it does get better. I'm now both of us yeah. are now completely fine. You're doing what you love to do. Yeah. You're not doing politics anymore. Definitely not doing politics anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing rocks anymore. But we're both like, you know, enjoying life and doing what we want to do and what we care about. Yeah. 100%. And it sounds really cheesy to be like, just do what you love. But you really do need to do what you love. Also, university's dying out degrees everyone's got one everyone's got one pretty sure you just make your own job now i just feel like i was really pressured into it by my school yeah we went there to was a school that was like uni is the only way to be successful now all the people that didn't go to uni that went and got fucking trade jobs make a mint yep. make way more than i'm making yep. and i'm in a fuck ton of debt oh debt we love debt 55 grand or something's worth for bloody uni my, well my breakdown cost me nine and a half grand wow a ten, wow <laughs> yeah a 10 grand breakdown wow that How is a lot sad. yeah sad. well a 55 grand breakdown but now i've got my picture on the wall and yeah. a degree yeah i'll never have to be fair anymore. my um graduation photo is one of the best photos of me it was really good it was a good photo it was a lovely yeah. photo. I'm staring at it right now. Yeah, because you put it in the most pretentious, sparkly frame. Yeah, it can't miss it. There's three pictures. I'm in the centre. There's one of me and mum and dad on the side, and then a big group one. And it's literally in the most obnoxious glitter frame ever. Because that looks that's like me. It's glowing. Yeah. yeah. Although it is situated behind the door, so if you've got the door open, you can't see me. You can only see it when it's closed. Which but, is, you know, whatever. We can move that and make it more prominent. <laughs> But yeah, I hope and it, like you guys find that vaguely helpful if you are leaving uni or, you know, if you've already left uni, probably 100% be able to resonate. Yeah. I, feel or, like I haven't spoken about my university experience at all. Oh, yeah. I'm cutting you off. I did have one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carry on. Go. Yeah. Shoot. Go. Shoot. Well, what, what do I shoot about? Yeah. Anxiety. Mm. No one talks about anxiety. It's the most common problem. It's really common. I think everyone I knew struggled with it at some point. I'm not surprised. Yeah, because I didn't really know what was happening. I think I've always been a bit anxious, like you with your double yellow parking. Yeah. I would just get worried about nothing. Like, do you remember when I had to have those, like, little sessions at school? Oh, with the book of the bag of worries. Uh, the bag of worries. <laughs> book about the bag of worries. And it's like, you have to offload your problems onto other people so that you can process them. And, um... Yeah, anyway, I did not listen to Miss Nightingale's advice. <laughs> the bag of worries. <laughs> but yeah, it was to the point where I would just cry all the time. At uni? At uni, yeah. I remember it got so bad. Which is so strange because out of the both of us, I, do I you don't cry and I'm the crier. Never. Like, I was crying Friday and um, <laughs> I was crying and mum was like, 
who I was crying to was just like, oh, just ignore her, pretend that she's not crying because this happens all the time. And I'm like, yeah, just pretend I'm not crying. I'm sorry. Because no, it just flames. crying about nothing so I couldn't mm. stop crying. And I was oh. like hyperventilate. Oh. Um, sometimes I couldn't get out of bed because I was just crying. And I couldn't stand up. So because I stayed crying. horizontal. I'm crying. And I like duvet tackled myself oh. and cried myself to sleep multiple times oh sad yeah very sad but yeah it was things like walking down the road like you just get nervous and anxious like and you don't know why so that's That's quite sad it's quite sad yeah i'm thinking i'm paying lots of money to be here and lots of money to cry (laughs) yeah this is a very expensive breakdown but yeah, obviously my living situation was a bit shite. Mm, which we have discussed we before. We have discussed. Um, but yeah, the living situation is vile if you end up not living with people that you want to be with or yeah. get on with. I mean, you just feel a bit trapped. Because mm. you've got no safe space. And everyone needs a safe space. Everybody needs a safe space. And funnily enough, my university room of two by four metres did not... Provide <laughs> that safe space. Safe space. <laughs> My box room with a window that looked like I was in prison from the outside. The university halls are designed like a prison. Yeah, pretty much. Vile! But yeah, I just feel like... Yeah, I was going to uni. And I was, like, functioning. Like, you know there's a problem... You know know that there's a problem when you can pretend really well. Mm. And you can fake it really well. Yeah. Because I knew that there was an issue and I was there, like, everybody thinks I'm fine. And I've just spent three hours struggling to breathe because i just had a massive panic attack yeah and couldn't leave my bedroom well that's crap yeah but then i'd go to work and get fed and, and watered home. fed and watered fed off and you watered. go go and pretend to be a human again yeah and then i started going to the gym and it got like a little bit better because mm. exercise helps yes but it i hate it and um <laughs> It does help though. Yeah, I you think... just have to find the exercise that like suits yeah, you. I'm yet to find that, and I know it's not in a gym. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, overall, like uni is what you make it. It's just sometimes really hard to make it. Mm-hmm. Great, money helps. Money does help. Money and we don't contacts. have money. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got rich mummies and daddies, aim and low, marry know, high. <laughs> That's what we like. <laughs> Although you don't want to get married, do you? I know. It's Whereas I'm on the hunt for a husband. So if anyone wants to send in an application, application. you can email me at mintchocolatechippod at gmail.com. <laughs> that is actually my email address for the podcast. But, you know, I'd be a great wife. Uh, yeah, you would be. Why was there a pause? Because sometimes you get a bit psycho. Just occasionally. Just occasionally. But yeah. it has been noted that you do go a little bit psycho so i have only gone psycho over this one boy yeah brownie boy Brownie boy. we're going to talk about brownie boy a lot but um i was an asshole and a psycho and i sent him brownies mm-hmm. well they was currently upset with brownie boy so we'll move on but anyway it was lovely to talk to you again thanks for joining me poppy no worries yeah talk to me well, talk to me again talk to you again yeah we live in the same house for one more week yeah thank one week more yeah one week too long <laughs> but anyway thanks for joining adios adios amigos what's that what's the song from dora the explorer where they leave um i know there's the one about the map 
and the one about sing, the backpack. Sing that. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. That one. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>